Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, uh, the 25th ranked run defense in the league, and we run the ball 12 times. And the first drive was apparent, wasn't it? Feed Aaron Jones, touchdown. Yeah, well, the first drive was feed Aaron Jones. Lazar drops an easy uh, slant that just absolutely kills the momentum. But then we go back out there and and run the ball. And, you know, I don't, I don't get it. We score doing something, and then Lafleur's like, "Okay, throw that away. We're never doing that again." You, you know I don't what get came it. to mind? What came to mind with all of this, and it's been happening for the last couple of weeks. It was Vince Lombardi running the same play over and over and over again until they stopped it. And you just, you need to simplify it and run the same fucking play and out execute the other team and you'll move it down the fucking field. That sweep was working perfectly to the right side. It was mitigating the rush. We were getting eight, nine, 10 yards of fucking play and then opening up the left side for some quick slant passes that of course he threw into the dirt a couple times, but still right. it was open and it's successful and you walk away from it. And then the worst play of the entire day was... First off, going for it on fourth down. Fine, fourth and one. But you pass the ball when your guys have dropped two out of three passes the entire day. As well, and and Sammy's not even blocking. It's a screen, and Sammy blows right past his blocker. That guy makes the play so that Dobbs drops it. Plus, you've got Dylan back there. You know what? For everybody that's, that's listening and everybody in the Twittersphere, I will not accept any A.J. Dylan slander, period. When you give the guy the ball two times in a game, you cannot expect him to get any fucking momentum. He's been practicing all week. He is ready to go on other teams. He would be a starter on a lot of other teams. He would be a starter. He would get 20, 25 touches a game. That's how running back gets warmed up. You can't ask. That's like going to Derrick Henry. And after the third time he rushes the ball, go, well, he hasn't hit a hundred yet. Sit him. What? You have no idea how a big back works. Oh, Aaron Jones is explosive. Yes, he is. A hundred percent he is. Yes, he's explosive. And Aaron Jones makes those quick cuts and takes off. He can take three steps and he can go, but he can get tackled by one guy where A.J. Dillon needs five or six guys, just like Derrick Henry. Feed Dillon the ball more. We should have been 80, 20, 80% running, 20% passing. Instead, again, 12 rushes what was it 35 passes third week in a row where we blow a double digit lead and when you're in the lead what are you supposed to do run the ball that's what they did to us that's what they did to us they used three different backs and that that brian robinson guy was barely producing but they didn't go away from him 
They kept him going. They, even in the fourth, when it mattered, they went back to him again. They kept the fresh legs out there. Lafleur, well, we scored a rushing touchdown. That'll be enough rushing for the day, right? This goes on the entire offense. I know Amari Rogers muffed another punt. Looks pretty good out there at wide receiver, though. You know, mm -hmm. and everybody says, oh, that one hit him in his hands, that long bomb. That long bomb was 10 yards out in front of him. Rodgers hasn't hit one deep ball all freaking year. His deep ball is trash. His short flat passes are either too high, so Aaron Jones, instead of being stride, catches it and goes Having to the ballerina jump up in the yeah. air trying to catch it. He's, he, he, he looks like fucking Greg Lugettis out there diving for fucking balls. Name one catch Tunyon had this game where he didn't have to slide on the ground to catch it first. Name one. Yep, and he I can. love how the commentators – no, I love how the commentators like, oh, that ball wasn't thrown behind Tunyon. He was trying to protect him because he saw that safety coming in. Shut the fuck up. So then, so then he throws one to Dobbs and he's yelling at Dobbs, what are we doing out here? The ball was three inches off the bottom of the ground while he's running an in route. And, uh, and Roger's going, you got to catch that. Don't throw it to that guy. Don't throw it to the guy who's got somebody draped all over him where the only spot that he can catch it is directly beside his left shoelace give me a goddamn break rogers do you did did, did henneke out there was he making passes like that no he wasn't making throws like that he wasn't trying to throw guy oh well, he was trying to throw the guy no he was hitting the open receiver because he was looking downfield okay it, it, rogers you're you're off you're off rogers the taking the whole summer off the traveling around the world, the ayahuasca, the not showing up to camp and developing a rapport with these guys. We see it. It's seven games of it now. Yeah. No we're one else we're past. This is the team. Like this, yeah. this is officially what the Green Bay Packers are. So here's the question for you. So you want to get into Monday mailbag? we got a lot of Let's questions. Let's do Monday mailbag. we got a whole bunch of questions for Monday mailbag and all of them are going to be run the fucking ball. What is the fucking issue? The fact that fucking Lafleur and Rogers go, well, we need to run the ball and they don't run the ball. Clearly, one of them is not doing what they are told. One of them is not doing it. It's either Lafleur or it's Rodgers. I think we put love in and we see what the fuck happens. If the ball doesn't get fucking run, then it's Lafleur and Lafleur can pack his fucking bags and get the fuck out of here because clearly he can't just see what fucking works and do that. Look at Doug Peterson in Jacksonville. Jacksonville looks better than us. And he's using the offense to what he has. He doesn't have... Devontae Adams. So he's got to do all these other plays. We we lost Devontae Adams. We lost Devontae Adams. People go, well, we lost MVS too. MVS never fucking played. We lost Devontae Adams and the entire offense goes to shit. The entire. The offensive line is shit. The running game, it, it, they don't go to it. There's no run. There's no fucking It's the same run. fucking team from last year. It's we added better players. And then Devontae Adams goes in the defense's shit. Come on. Come on. Come on. This is coaching. We know it. You know it. I know it. Everyone knows it. This is Lafleur's quote unquote offense. And it's fucking shit. You know it's shit because there you've got Aaron Rodgers on fucking Pat McAfee and every other thing going, you know, I'm a West Coast offense guy. So he doesn't want to run Lafleur's offense. Back-to-back -back MVPs, 13-3, 13-3, 13-4, and Rodgers has changed his fucking mind. Time to go. Time to go. Time to go. He's, he's not going to walk off into the sunset 
like the fucking Hall of Fame quarterback that he should be, he's going to be sitting on the bench watching the last three games while Jordan Love plays. Because this is a business decision and Love needs the fucking reps. It's time for him to go $50 million in cap. We don't have anyone to throw to. Because you're taking $50 million in cap. God damn, man. You can't smell the own shit on your fucking knees. Come on. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Kid, I'm done. Come on, man. This is like this is this is like when your kids do something and they go and they you know they 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 fill a glass of water right to the fucking rim, you know, where it's getting that that medicinal the bubble that, on that, the top, that little bubble on the top, and then they're like, I'm just gonna go downstairs with it, and then they go, Why did I spill it? You're doing it to yourself. You're doing it to yourself. You're doing it to you, and you're too stupid to see it. You're too stupid to see it. So either Lafleur's too stupid or Rogers is too stupid. It's one of the two. And people will go, well, well, you can't get rid of the three-time MVP. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. That's the beauty part about fucking football is you can replace any any player. Oh, well, Rogers will get it together sooner or later. When? When we're four and nine? When? 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 He's just had three of the shittiest fucking teams in a row to play against and he's been horseshit. I could have put up better stats than fucking Rogers. I could have. I could have. This is the worst game I've ever seen him play. That that's I, the reality of things. Man. I could think of 50 million fucking reasons why he needs to play better. And then he says last week, "Well, oh, maybe I need to uh bring my game up a tick." Do you fucking think? Do you think? Do you think you need to bring your game up a tick? You don't think that the throwing the ball into the dirt, throwing the ball behind the guy, missing a wide open wide receiver, not looking to the left side. How about the one? How about the one where we came up on third and nine there and we blew it? Dobbs breaks free immediately. He watches Dobbs go in front of his eyes, doesn't throw it to Dobbs, does not even look at Dobbs. Why didn't Dobbs get a catch this game? Not one. He was looked at twice, both times. The first one that he was thrown to went off his fucking chest. Okay. All right. Dobbs mistake. The second one, Sammy misses his fucking block and Dobbs gets blown up and that's it. Rogers like, Oh, no, that's not working. Let me go to Amari Rogers. Enough, enough of him. Enough. I'm, I'm tired of hearing he's untouchable. He's not untouchable. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jordan love and this offense would honestly, he would look better. He would look better because we wouldn't be seeing it's second and four. Everybody run 40 yards deep and watch me over chuck a guy by 30 yards. Rogers chucking it into the parking lot. Here's where I fucking stand on, on the Jordan love stuff, man. Cause I thought about this and I think the issue is more LaFleur's offense and look, Aaron Rodgers isn't executing, but the problem is the play calling and we're getting out coached. So putting Jordan love in there is not going to fix this fucking team, but it's going to make it better in the long run. Having him sit on the bench not doing anything and then starting fresh next year is not going to help him put him in now. I bet you. I bet you we see more running when we put Love in. I bet you we see Love, who grew up in the Lafleur offense, okay, who learned the Lafleur offense, who doesn't have this bias to the Lafleur offense that he's constantly speaking about on McAfee and everywhere else, the West Coast offense. What? You don't have the West Coast offense. You had the West Coast offense. You were terrible. We almost got rid of you. We brought in Lafleur. He brought a new offense. You won back-to-back MVPs, and now you're second-guessing your coach. Got it. I understand completely. I get what it is. Your head is too fucking big for your body. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's time. It's time to move on. 
It's time to move on. Yeah, crucify me. Oh, I'm not a real fan. Oh, I, Matt's just a bandwagoner. From the fucking womb to the tomb, I'm green. I'm green and gold, and that's how it goes. It's it's time. It is time. Aaron can't get it together. Aaron can't snap it together, and he's phoning this fucking season in. And with all of this fucking talent, I mean, Jesus, man, they walk us down the field, 12 plays, 84 yards, and we go three and out, three and out again. No, why run it? Why take time off the clock and give our defense a rest? That way we can go back to our defense and go, hey, Jair, two plays. He beat you on two plays all day. Unfortunately, those were the two plays, man. Oh, everybody's got to cling on to one little fucking play out of the game. A hundred fucking plays that game. And it's just one. Oh, if Amari Rogers would have just if 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 a frog had wings, he wouldn't bump his ass when he jumps. That if you have to narrow it down to one single fucking play, your your team did not play well. Your team did not play well. Period. Yep. Your team did not play well. Yep. Let's let's do mailbag because I'm just I'm just angry now. I know. I'm just angry. Let's do mailbag. Mailbag Monday sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> Mailbag, not the one with hair, but with an envelope. <laughs> okay, Brent, what is the bigger problem for the Packers right now? Inconsistency and depth in the receiving core, inconsistent quarterback play, inconsistent play calling, and abandoning the game plan at first sight of Brent. Yes, that yes. is the biggest yes. problems. What Cobb is out, Watson's out, Watkins is hurt. And Lazar is hurt, but we don't need another wide receiver. Thanks, Goot. Thanks, pal. Thanks, bud. Oh, and then Goot would just say, I got $50 million wrapped up in an aging ayahuasca tea drinker. I, I can't get anyone. Yeah, we, we can't afford. That's the problem is we need to make a move and we can't afford it. So this is going to be a top 10 pick of a team because the defense mailed it in after the first quarter. It had nothing to do with the offense. It had to do with just kind of they said, oh, here we go again, right? And they just checked out. Well, no, we get the lead, and Barry goes to soft zone again. Yeah. We're killing them in man-to-man. -man. We're killing them. They can't do anything. We're blitz. We, we saw some blitzes. Imagine a Clay Walker sighting, a blitz on Clay Walker, and he we just missed him every single time. He was just having to chuck Hail Mary balls out there. Unfortunately, they caught a few of those fucking Hail Mary balls. You know what? I feel for Jair. Jair, listen, pal, you were gone for a whole year. You were gone for a whole year. You're a little rusty. There's a little rust around the edges. And Terry, terrible Terry, he's a great wide receiver. He's a great wide receiver. Well, and he finally has something thrown in the ball. That was the biggest thing that they said that now, and you know, it was fantasy analysts talking about put Terry McLaurin in your lineup because last year Heineke is willing to chuck the fucking ball unlike Carson Wentz who can't throw it more than a fucking five yard screen and I knew it as soon as Heineke was in I was just like eh, we don't have a chance like we really don't and then I saw us take a lead and I was like holy shit we're pressing up we're playing aggressive we're running the fucking ball we're up a double digit score next thing you know oh we're up double digits let's go into prevent defense let's fucking kick back and let them just fucking tear us a new asshole and right run right yeah. down the middle yeah. of our fucking throats yeah. and the ball for eight minutes at a fucking time. All right, buddy. Question number two. And this is the question that I posed because I was like, is it like at first I was like, 
It's not Rogers. It's Matt LaFleur, but it's both. But here's the question. Ready? So this is from Connell Kerr. Uh, what is Matt LaFleur discuss an offensive genius being sabotaged by a stubborn egotistical quarterback or an absolute talentless chancer who rode with 12 and 17's connection all the way to new lucrative contract extension. So yes to both. Yes to both. We've been asking ourselves why the NFL would not give LaFleur the coach of the year. It's real apparent, right? That without the, the number one talent that is Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers playing at an MVP level, which at 38 years old is hard to sustain. I get it. Um, but he's not even playing what he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now. But I think the sabotaging part of it is uh, there's no sabotaging going on here. The problem is that just like you said a little bit earlier is Aaron Rodgers does not understand this offense and what it's supposed to do. Like I can, it's very clear that him being away from this team this entire summer. And now that Devonte Adams and he doesn't have his fucking crutch to throw to, 30 times a game, which is literally what he was fucking doing when your wide receiver has a 43% target share. One guy, 43%, and then the other 8% was MBS. Both of those guys are gone. So 50% of the people of your targets are fucking gone. So now that you need to spread the ball around and actually live in this world that is Matt LaFleur's offense, you have no fucking clue what you're doing because you didn't fucking show up. You didn't practice with anybody. You were still kind of holding the team hostage because you were doing your fucking spiritual trips and coming back about throw it into the universe and everything will be fixed. Shut the fuck up, dude. Shut the fuck up. You didn't show was, up. Was Zappy throwing to number one wide receivers or was he throwing to some backups? Was Wilson throwing to some backups? Was Daniel Jones throwing to some backups? Was, was Heineke throwing to some backups? They have backups and second stringers and third stringers out there, just like the Packers do. They're putting up numbers and moving the ball. So don't give me the he doesn't have weapons issue because he has weapons. He's refusing to use these weapons and utilize them. Why, I, why isn't Aaron Jones getting 20 touches a game? Nick Chubb in a loss got 20 touches. In a loss where you have to chuck the ball, he still got 20 touches. I, Aaron Jones has got stats upon stats upon stats that suggest that you need to give this guy 20 touches. We don't give him 10. You've Nine. got A.J. Dillon back there. we got A.J. Dillon back there who could wreck a game single-handedly single-handedly take over. This is like Eddie Lacy. Everybody goes, oh, well, they, you know, Eddie's not producing. Eddie Lacy wasn't a beginning of the game, hand the ball off, and he's going to break off a 90-yarder. Eddie Lacy was third and a fourth quarter, I'm going to beat your ass. Dylan is a third and a fourth quarter, I'm going to beat your ass. Derrick Henry, third and fourth quarter, I'm going to beat your ass. Instead, we give him two touches and go, meh, eh, let's just keep chucking long bombs. So if you had to pick one, Who's more at fault, Matt LaFleur or Aaron Rodgers? LaFleur, LaFleur. He's in charge. That's it. Well, he's not in charge. That's the problem. Well, he's that's exactly lost it. his team. He's lost the entire offense. The entire team. offense. He's, no, he's lost the team. Yeah, well, the defense is just phoning it in now at this point. Yep. Late, late in the games, they're like, forget it. This is terrible. Okay? And I know that everybody, oh, the, the refs, let me tell you. Okay? Eric Stokes getting called for that uh, on the fumble recovery for a touchdown that's horse shit what is the defender supposed to do get out of the way and let him go free is that what he's supposed to do the guy squared up to him and they ran into each other that's what happened 
There was no hole. There was no nothing. He ran into him. Eric Stokes has got a right to the space that he is taking up. That's what I was going to tell you. He was already at his spot. He was already at his spot. It was very clear that he was already there and the wide receiver ran into him. That is exactly what fucking happened. But look, the the reason I'm blaming Matt LaFleur as the catalyst for the issues that we're running through with this team, and I mentioned this right before the game, I said, wide receivers and running the ball apart, which we already know those issues exist. The two things I want to look at in this thing that, that are going to change this team around is discipline, right? Because we were one of the least penalized teams all last year, and now we're in the bottom two in terms of penalties. And they magically come at these but times. the Packers get all the calls. Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, they're also stupid fucking calls. I have to tell you, like the majority of those – those penalties were on the Packers, man. Like, I'm sorry, but as much as the, the, the I'm not even going to blame the refs. There was one bad fucking call on the ref side of it. The fumbles, the pass interference calls, the holding fucking calls are not the fuck. You have to call those fucking play. Like, you have to call it. I get it. The second thing was turnovers. And guess what? We were fucking winning the turnover battle interception. Fucking Devondre Campbell, who had more fucking yards on his return than any wide receiver had in the entire fucking game. Thank you very much for that stat. Appreciate you, boys. That was fucking great, Mike. Um, is turnovers. We're still losing the turnover fucking battle. We're fumbling the ball. And, and special teams, I get it. He fucking fumbled at an opportune time. That was not going to change the outcome of the fucking game. They got three points. The defense stepped up. We were still fucking there to win this fucking game. We're up double digits, and we blow another fucking double digit lead in the second fucking half. Why is Amari back there? uh, Didn't they have Nixon? Like, you see them in pregame – you see him in pregame, and Nixon is the only guy back there shagging fucking punts and kicks. And then the game time comes, and you've got Amari Rogers back there again. What the flying fuck? I would, I, I would have after the first time that he fumbled it back there, and it was recovered. This was what week two, maybe. Yeah, I would have, I would have said, okay, Amari, we're going to give Nixon a try. That's, That's what it. I would have said. I would have given somebody else a chance. I would have tried somebody else. Instead, they keep going back to the well. Now, Amari looked pretty good out there at wide receiver, but he's got no business returning punts. And it was not the offensive line, by the way, either. The offensive line looked just like they did last year. Serviceable, did enough of a good fucking job to get the I thought they did a pretty good job. I thought they did a pretty good job. I didn't agree with Tom out there, but actually Tom did pretty good out there. (laughs) You know, yeah. He actually looked pretty good to me. I thought... When I, when I first heard that Tom was playing left tackle, I thought, oh, my God, why aren't we putting Nyman? What's going on? This is terrible. Actually, he looked pretty good. Well, yeah, there. because you put Eldon Jenkins in his natural spot, and you have a fucking pro bowler next to him who's going to fucking help him out. Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine putting somebody in their natural spot and watching them actually perform the way they should. Imagine that. Next to a rookie who needs this fucking support and has Eldon Jenkins next to him to fucking hold his hand and fucking help him and did a good fucking job. How many times was Aaron Rodgers sacked because of the offensive line? None. One. But it wasn't. Yeah, but it wasn't. His, it wasn't the offensive line's fault. Nobody came clean through the fucking middle. Nobody yeah. fucking came clean. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was Aaron Rodgers. Running around. 
not looking for the fucking first read and the guy that's wide open crossing across his fucking face, Robert Tanyan fucking running the post right down the middle fucking wide open that he fucking doesn't look at and he throws it into the fucking ground at fucking Aaron Jones's feet. What the fuck? You know, the, the, the one of the main issues that the defense has is how many times did you watch our, our corners? Like, we break the huddle way too late. So the guys are running to position. How many times did you watch Jair and some of the other corners looking over at the linebackers with their hands up? What am I doing? What? Here? There? Here? Am I this guy? What's happening? Uh, It happened at least every series. What's happening, Barry? Barry, you don't have the play in your head. You don't have a base. You don't have a base that you can just say base, right? Just play base. Just play base, right? I'll get the other one queued up and ready to go. But just play base for this one. Instead, you got guys shrugging at each other, pointing me, you, him. Fuck. Colton Moore asks a great question here. He says, what is a fumble? You know what, Colton? I have no idea. Every time I watch a replay of a fumble, I think to myself, that's clearly a fumble. And then the refs go, nope, he was down nope. by contact. Well, they were trying to, and, yeah, and the stupid fucking, fu- and I had to listen to fucking Fox, the, the stupid national broadcast as opposed to the fucking Wisconsin one with a little bit more fucking clarity. The stupid motherfucking idiot up in New York or whatever the fuck that explains what happens was explaining that as a runner, there's a difference between a runner and a receiver with the fucking ball going to the ground. So apparently a runner can lose lose the ball after making a football move and having it come out. But if he recovers it again and then it comes out, it's fucking okay. If a wide receiver does that, it's a fumble. But if a running back does it, makes no fucking sense. See, see, I thought, now if we remember that play, you remember he goes to the ground and it's loose as he hit, come, before he hits the ground. Before right? he hits the ground. Yeah. Right. And then now if he lands on it and it's like, oh yeah, no, it's mine. Then it's like, all right, yeah, he did fumble it, but he did recover it. But he didn't land on it. It landed kind of beside him. He barely got a hand on it, and people were punching it already. That, and he scored it me, out. That, to me, looked like a fumble. Yep. That's, that's what it looked like to me. Unfortunately, the refs, they don't see it that way. They, they yeah, saw they it like a different way. Big, fat fucking dildos up their ass. I think so. Packers without borders. 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 The greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com and TeePublic if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on Patreon.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders and give us some money. And AudibleTrial.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders. Give them a click. Check them out. Try that 30-day free trial with them and enjoy your books. Peace and go pack go.
Brussels in Belgium, Central Illinois, LA, California, Nova Scotia, Las Vegas, Nevada, Northern Wisconsin, Sweden, Sheffield, we're in Michigan, Louisville, Kentucky, Seattle, Wichita, Kansas, from the UK, Chicago, Illinois, Granger, Indiana, from Melbourne, Australia, Omaha, Nebraska, Cincinnati, from Ohio, Nebraska, San Diego, from Willow Springs, Illinois, California, Nebraska, Northern Michigan, Austin, Texas, California, LA, California, Turkey, Kansas City, Indianapolis, Indiana, Southern Cali. You were listening to Packers Without Borders, the finest podcast in all the land. People moved into this groove up through the night. Take a flight to Paris, do a show, watch me blow in the spotlight. I think so. Terrible, man. Terrible. I'm sick of, you know what, I've... I don't, I don't even, understand. Even, I don't understand. Even say anything positive today. Like I was trying to find something positive from this game because I hate the because it's going to be a lot of these fucking screaming pods, and I hate it because I don't even enjoy. Not that I don't enjoy doing the pod. You know what? Savage, not, Savage played pretty good. Oh my god! Did you see how? I, and you could see his face, like when he came down and he fucking crashed and just blew up that fucking play. Jair looked at him like fuck yeah and pushed him like yes like they were pushing each other and I was like okay good there's a little bit of fucking life there but they're not putting it together man they're just because the offense isn't bailing them out a little you know the defense gives them a 14 to 3 lead at half the defense gave them a 14 to 3 lead at half it should have been 21 because that was a fumble recovery picked up and scooped for a touchdown by Razul I don't give a shit what those fucking NFL officials said Eric Stokes isn't supposed to let the guy just run free. And then if you watch any of them covering any of our guys, they did the exact same thing on every single goddamn play, and we never got a flag for any of that. Terrible. So the defense is sitting there going, we're up 14. We're up 14 points on the defense. They look over at the offense, and in 10 quarters, 10 quarters, MVP and 50 million bucks has scored two touchdowns. 10 quarters. I am confident. Jordan Love can do better than that. I I am beyond confident that Jordan Love can put up more than two touchdowns in 10 quarters of football, especially when you tell me it's going to be the Giants, Jets, and Commandos. I would I, have I, bet my house on it. I'd have bet my house on it. Dude, James, the college graduate, made a really good fucking comment that kind of resonated with me is there was some, of course, dude, you get all the negative Packer fans. Like I made my comment about, I've never been so fucking kind of negative, but you know, like this was just, this is not something that can be fixed immediately. But James says last year was our last chance to win a Super Bowl. We went all in and didn't work. It's, I never thought of it that way. Like last year was our all in moment. It didn't work. So this is a rebuild year, dude. Like at this point we have no wide receivers. I don't fucking care what you tell me. Sammy Watkins pulling up, because of his hammy or whatever's going on in that long bomb when I was just like, holy fuck, it's, hand- it's Sammy, it's Sammy, it's Sammy here. And then he fucking pulls up. Romeo Dobbs, yeah, and all of them, just regardless, dude, they dropped. Like, they were attributed drops. Two out of three were fucking drops. So we have no wide receivers. We have a defensive coordinator that doesn't know how to use the fucking talent. Look, surprise, surprise. All of a sudden, Rizul Douglas is having the greatest game of his fucking life. Why? Because you're using a physical fucking corner up in the face of whoever he is who can't get off the fucking line, right? How many pass breakups did we have and how many attempts to, to fucking interceptions did we have? Having Jair, and I don't mind him losing 
Like, I don't mind losing if they fucking beat us over the top with that. Like, I was not upset at the Jair fucking play. Okay, you know what? Terry McLaurin is a great wide receiver and beat that fucking That was a great Jair. throw. Great. That was an amazing Fantastic. throw. Lose Jair that was right there. Jair was literally right there. Yeah, whatever. Oh, I don't oh, mind oh, losing that way. I could take my hat off. Hey, that was an incredible throw with an incredible catch in the exact spot that it needed to be under great coverage. I could take my hat off and say... You beat me. You beat me fair and square. Let's see. Do we have? I think instead have we have Gary losing contain six or seven <laughs> times, and the guys just running free along that side. They were literally running it at Gary because Gary was stepping inside the tackle to try and get to the quarterback because he's so sack hungry. Did you at least watch Preston when they ran it to Preston? Preston stood there for half a second and was like, "Where are you going?" Yeah, he right? held the edge. Yeah. Rashawn Gary gave up the edge completely and said, fuck it. Olay! Have and a they, fucking good time. And they kept and they kept, they kept going to it and he kept doing it. He just kept doing it. He's kind of like what the right side of their def defensive line was doing. We were doing the sweeps and the fucking little quick pitch outs to fucking Aaron Jones because the guys were crashing in trying to get to Aaron Rodgers. And by the yeah. time they got out, but no, we, we get away from it. They see something works and they fucking stick to it until they fucking rammed it down again, punched in the fucking mouth again by a fucking lesser team. And now the Washington Redskins. So everybody's saying, oh, we've got a chance. The whole NFC North is fucked. The problem is we lost, we've lost every single fucking wildcard team except the Bucks right now. Well, this is the good news. <laughs> if you want good news, this is the good news. Is the Bucks, the Rams, the Niners, and the Packers, all the top four teams from last year, we're all three and four right now. We're all struggling to get it going. That's the good news. Here comes the bad news. There's there's more games to be played. <laughs> okay, so look, and that leads right into this question, right? So there's more games to be played, and Ben Snyder, a.k.a. Oliver Closeoff, says, uh, since the Packers are 10.5 dogs and, and Rodgers' thumb is definitely bothering him, would you shut Rodgers down for the game knowing that it's tough sledding anyway? So it's not even shutting him down for this game. When do you shut Aaron Rodgers down? Or do you just uh, let him two, ride? Two weeks game? ago. Two weeks ago. So do you let him ride the entire season and just let it be a This is his legacy. Season? This is his legacy. He wants his legacy. He demanded. He went to the social media. He went on Pat McAfee. He made all these wild statements and all these things. This is his legacy. Let him have his legacy. Let him have his legacy. All yours, buddy. All yours. At least, at least the man that shall be not named. At least he was winning went to the NFC championship game with another team showed that he could still do it. Right. This one shows us that he's, he's uninterested anymore. I mean, let's he's be honest here. That's the, the problem. Uninterested. The, the, the bills are coming off a buy. The bills are coming off a huge win and a buy. They are, they are set to tear us a new one. They've mm -hmm. already got cheese heads for the team in the locker room. Mm -hmm. The only one that's going to turn this around for us is number 12. That's why we pay him $50 million. That's why we gave him what he wanted. That's why we did everything he had brought in Clemens, brought in all these other guys. We did exactly what he wanted. He made a big stink about it. And Goot's going here. Here's the keys. You drive. You show me how then. Oh, okay. Three and four. That's how. That's how. Right? Mercedes Lewis talked about it. There's the playbook. And then there's Roger's playbook. Right? Lafleur alluded to it. 
Again, Watson alluded to it. Devontae Adams mentioned it. Everybody talks about how there's the playbook and then there's the Aaron Rodgers playbook. How fucking crazy is that, Matt, with the last two years and now everything kind of – now that we're not winning, right? So now uh, Packers slapping lipstick on a pig, right? Like it has been shit this entire time and now with Jair. And this is – let's just start with Aaron Rodgers two years ago talking about the culture and everything and then, oh, we're going to change. Okay, fine. Okay. Since that moment, Devontae Adams wants out. Yep. He didn't want to play with his best friend. He'd rather go to a fucking shit ass fucking Raiders team and play with his buddy to enjoy for the less of- for yeah. less money. For less yep. money. For less money. Number two is you come into the season and you have um like August. You have Mercedes Lewis mentioned this stuff about well, it's LaFleur's playbook and Rogers playbook. And then you have Jair come out and say, the coaches aren't fucking letting us play. Right. And then you have Aaron Jones coming out and saying, well, I don't know what Aaron saw in that fucking fourth and yeah. goal, but I would have fucking punched it in. And now you've got uh, Jerry gray complaining about everything. And now you come out to this week and players are going to come out, man. And I have a feeling they're going to start talking about how toxic Aaron Rodgers is in this, like it, this, this downfall started two years ago and winning cures all ails because guess what? We had um, Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams for 43% of the fucking catches, which is what the entire offense was. And then you'd sprinkle in Aaron Jones and you'd sprinkle in AJ Dillon, but this year, there's no Devontae Adams, so you have to lean on your other players, and he's not going to fucking do it because he has no idea. He's been doing the same thing. It was Greg Jennings, and then it was Jordy Nelson, and then it was Devontae Adams, his one alpha wide receiver that he would fucking just crutch with. But I remember when Jordy went down, the offense went right to went shit. Right to shit. That's what I, exactly what I'm saying. So historically, we should have been expecting this to second Tay Adams, and I hate to give the fucking media credit on this because they were all – like everybody sees it glaring. The Packers aren't going to be as good as everybody thinks this year. There's fucking problems. Aaron Rodgers. Well, I we're love- not as good because we're not using the players that we currently have in any crazy? position to help us win. I don't um, get it. What are you saving Aaron Jones for? There's no playoffs. Are you saving him for next year? Is that what you're doing? No, then because he's off. It's, it's 20 million next year for Aaron Jones. Run him into the fucking ground. I love the guy. Run him into the ground. Use him. Let him become the most prolific fucking packing Packers running back in NFL history for the Packers. Just give it to him. And then he can go to another team if he wants. He won't do that. He'll restructure his contract and finish his fucking career in Green Bay. Give him a chance because that's what he wants. He wants to be the greatest fucking running back in Green Bay history. And you're not giving him a fucking chance. And it's starting to fucking piss me off more than like, that's the thing that irritates well, how me. How long is he going to stick around? How long is he going to stick around? This is it. He's done. If you're not going to give me the ball and you're not going to let me highlight my fucking talent, I'll go somewhere else and fucking highlight it somewhere else and get another big fucking contract because he has plenty of juice in the tank because we're not fucking using him. Yeah. Yeah. Guy barely gets a dirty jersey. Fuck. I know. I know. I know. On paper, we should not be this bad. And the the fans of the Bucks are saying this, the fans of the Niners are saying this, and the fans of the Rams are saying this. And everybody, you, you notice there's a little bit of a, a coagulation here, right? We've got, uh, uh, what's his name over in San Francisco? The coach yes, there McVay, in San Francisco. Shanahan, this fucking tree is, is rotting McVay, at the roots. Shanahan and LaFleur. Yeah, th- this, tr- this tree is rotted from the bottom up. Yeah, it's congratulations, not, Christian not, McCaffrey, for showing up to the fucking 49ers where they're just going to run you into fucking purgatory. He's demanded, he's demanded a trade back. 
Carolina just fucking took, uh, it's just, it's unbelievable, man. I can't wait for Wager Wednesday to see right? who, uh... <laughs> well, we can do that. I've got it written down. Hang on. Let's go ahead and do that, man. Let's see what happened. Yeah, this Matt LaFleur, Shanahan, McVay tree does not seem to be working. It looks like the NFL defensive have caught up with these offenses. And if you don't have a guy who can fucking execute this super extremely complicated offense, you're fucked. That's the reality of things. And that's where the Packers are. Okay, here we go. Wager Wednesday's results. You ready? Yep. You picked Indy. That was one for me. I picked Atlanta. That's one for you. Okay. Uh, I picked Detroit. Oh, I had them for a little while there. It's another one for you. I picked Jacksonville. Another one for you, right? Giants won that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We both picked Green Bay because we're idiots. Yeah. Baltimore over. You had the over on 45.5. What was the score of that one? Let's find out. Let me check. I think it was like 40 something, wasn't it? It was terrible. Yeah. I don't think it was the over. Okay. Bruce took Tampa. That's one for me. Uh, Bruce took Houston. That's another one for me. Bruce took Denver. That's another one for me. Uh, Seattle and we both, uh, Bruce took the under on Seattle and, uh, and the Chargers. What was the score of that one? Let's see. I took San Francisco. That's one for you. I so took 44. Miami. So hold on. The Ravens uh, Giants was 44 points. 44. So Bruce took the over. Oh, no, that wasn't the – no, I'm not looking at the Giants here. I want Cleveland and Baltimore. Oh, Cleveland, Baltimore. Let me see. was 43 points. You took the over. That's another one for me. Okay, Seattle and the Chargers. Seattle and the Chargers was 50, 60 points. 60 points. You took the over. That's one for you, okay? Kansas City, San Francisco, you took Kansas City. Pittsburgh, Miami, you took Miami. Okay, so I've got one, two, three, four, five, and you got one, two, three, four, five. Oh, it comes down to tonight. The tiebreaker is tonight. You, I've got Chicago, and you've got New England. The tiebreaker is tonight. Are you tonight. really taking Chicago against this Patriots defense? You're still. I'll let you switch, and we can go to the over/under and all that stuff. You're good with the Bears. I'm fine with the Bears. Okay. I'm fine with the bears. I'm fine with my picks. I'm fine with my picks. I don't, I don't change them. We're tied five to five with the game breaker tonight. Here we go. We'll know. We'll know. This has been uh, a crazy season so far. And I think what's got most of us, the most upset, the most upset is the amount of talent that we have on this team that just is, is not performing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most frustrating part is we were expecting some bumps in the road. We weren't expecting for the car to be driven off the cliff. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of where it's at. Unfortunately, we have the bills next now, mathematically, we are not out of it, but once you start saying things like mathematically, you know, you're hanging on to those final straws, right? You're, you're now you're, we're not even halfway hanging. through this season and we're already yeah. talking about mathematically. We got four losses. That's the problem is that realistically we need to win at least seven, 
at least, uh, yeah, I think we've got to get to at least 10 wins because no, but and it's probably the 11 of the, the tiebreakers. No, it's going to be 11 wins because at 10 wins, there's going to be a bunch of 10 and seven teams. And we've lost to the commanders. We've lost to the giants. We've lost to, well, we've lost to AFC teams. So I guess we'll look at it. And people are saying, well, you know, the Vikings, it's only two games. We can flip that and win the division. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. I don't, I don't think this team can beat the Vikings. I don't think this team can beat the lions. I'm pretty sure we can beat the Bears, so that's fine. Okay, so we're going to split with the Lions, go 0-2 against the Vikings at this point, unless something changes, man. Like, it's just the attitude on this team is what's got me most concerned because this is carryover from the last couple of years, including last year in the playoffs, where they just didn't show up. And it was Aaron Rodgers who didn't show up. Aaron Rodgers' record (laughs) right now is not very good um, against playoff teams. And we just have a tendency to not show up. And that's on the coaches, man. I'm, it's not that I'm not blaming Aaron Rodgers. I am blaming Aaron Rodgers, but I'm blaming uh, Matt LaFleur for losing this fucking team and losing this uh, locker room. That's where I am. Yeah, you know. <sighs> Galvanizing win against the Bills would be nice. No matter how we win, if you we're know, able to win there and Tyler, win. Tyler Brooke brought something in, uh, up. And I, I just kind of want to touch upon this. So the Packers defense pressured Haneke 29 times, allowed one pressure on Rodgers. We returned an interception for a touchdown. We allowed just 198 net passing yards, had six tackles for losses, and we still lost that game. And I think the, the number that sticks out in that loss is 167. 167 rushing yards is what we allowed. 167. Let me tell you, if Aaron Jones had 167 rushing yards, we would be talking about a completely different outcome. Yeah. That's what I think. Enough said. That's it. That's, that's, that's my, that's my two cents. That's my thought of the day. Listen, Packers aren't out of it. We're, we're far from done. The rest of the NFC is a shit show other than a couple of surprise teams. The Vikings will do what the Vikings do. They drop a few games and then all of a sudden they get closer to 500 we got to write the ship. Unfortunately, the game that we need to write the ship is probably not this week because the bills are coming off the bye, a huge win against Kansas city. They are prime primped and ready to go. And they love to run the rock and digs digs is prolific. So I'm not even going to venture a guess because all my guesses this year have been completely wrong. I will say this, it's going to be tough going for the next 10 weeks. As we watch these Packers try and finish out the year strong, get themselves into a playoff spot, stranger things have happened. I've watched a team have to win six in a row just to make the playoffs and watch two other teams lose just so they can make the playoffs. And then they won the Super Bowl. Yep. So. All right, man. Strange things happen. Yep. Well, I want to give a nice little shout out to our sponsors for today's Monday mailbag. And that is support for Packers Without Borders is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer for you. Get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code DOSPAPAS at manscaped.com. My math correct, that's about 12 million balls available to get shaved and cleaned thanks to Manscaped.
12 and a half to 12 million point one. Twelve point one. Right on. If you've got any questions for us, don't forget you can send them to us at Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. Find us on Twitter at Borders Packers. Find us on Facebook, Packers Without Borders, and Packers Without Borders merch. At Packers Without Borders at MyShopify.com. Go get your limited edition shirts for this season and Patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders. Come rant with us. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. Have a great day. Peace. Go Pack Go. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. Green and gold till I'm dead and cold.